Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Game Nights. This episode is brought to you by Wizards of the Coast. Now, we have two awesome returning guests, oh, yeah. both probably two of our biggest fan favorite guests that we've ever had on the show. We have the very popular Twitch streamer, Voxy, in the house. And we also have, from the Tolarian Community College, the professor himself. No it might be because there are uh, merfolk featured prominently in this set. Yeah, yeah. this set, The Lost Caverns of Ixalan, no spoilers, but oh my goodness, there are some cards in here that are insanely powerful if you want to get your hands on any of these lost caverns of ixalan cards just go to cardkingdom.com slash command that's the best place to buy your magic products singles anything at all your magic players you're going to buy magic cards anyway you may as well use our affiliate link when you do to support the content while you're also getting the cards that you need to build these awesome decks around these new powerful cards yeah. the greatest thing about cardkingdom.com slash command is that it just all comes in one package at the same time straight to your mailbox it's the easiest thing in the world you open it up, you put it in sleeves, you add your basic lands, and you're like, done, ready to play. You're not waiting yeah. on any packages out there to sort of slowly trickle their way into you. That's what I love about them most. So again, cardkingdom.com slash command. And when you get those cards, put them into sleeves, not any sleeves, but ultra pro sleeves. Head on over to ultrapro.com slash command. Maybe you're looking for some Lost Caverns of Ixalan swag. Mm. Maybe you want to merfolk out your entire setup with that blue deck box, a merfolk playmat, and then the blue sleeves. Well, ultrapro.com slash command is the best place because they have a huge inventory as well, and and all of the options that you're ever going to want to be able to really customize your battlefield. And we know how much Magic players love to do that, as well as your game area. Maybe you need a new set of playmats. Maybe you need some new binders. Mm. Maybe you need some new sleeves. Whatever it is, ultrapro.com slash command has your back, got you covered. And of course, you're supporting our content at the same time. Not only that, sometimes they have amazing sales. So keep an eye out for them. Yeah, I'm, I want to say, I don't sign up for newsletters. I'm signed yeah, me up. Neither. I'm, I'm signed up for exactly one newsletter, and it is ultrapro, <laughs> just because it is worth it. Yeah. You, there are deals, yeah. Uh, and of course, the final way to support all of our content is directly if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. Patrons get all kinds of perks. And one of the things we've been doing recently here at the command zone is really focusing on that Patreon and trying to add perks that the patrons are asking for yeah. to try and you know create more value. So we've been doing some polls there to help us decide podcast topics. We've been allowing patrons to submit deck lists that we might use in future content. Patrons, of course, get access to game nights and extra turns earlier than the general public. It's also ad-free when they watch it there's exclusive content there's videos that patrons get to watch that aren't available to anybody else so if you want to join our community if you like our content and you want to support it if you want to get your hands or or your eyes or maybe your ears <laughs> or some part of your body uh on our content patreon.com slash command zone
And of course, stick around to the end of the episode because Ultra Pro has given us a bunch of goodies to give away, including the playmats that we play with on the show signed by the players. So if you want a chance to win any of that, make sure you watch all the way to the very end and uh, you can get a chance to win it. You can maybe get a playmat signed by the professor of a merfolk whoa pretty cool that's that's gotta be worth something that's value (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody well with all that said let's get into this game let's dive in How's it, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Game Nights. On this one, we've got two returning guests who we already know you all love. Hello, everybody. My name is Voxy. You might know me from past episodes of Game Nights, Game Nights Live, Extra Turns, or Twitch, where I stream almost every day in the evenings, Eastern Standard Time, usually around 4 p.m. But that's not all. We also have one of our favorite guests bringing the heat. It's the one and only... Oh, hello, it's me, the professor. You know, over at my YouTube channel, Tolarian Community College, we do a lot of Magic the Gathering content, everything from deck text to lesson plans and strategy guides, and I'm super excited to be here today because we're playing with the new cards from Lost Caverns of Ixalan. We are seeing a brand new side of Ixalan. We're going underground. It's a cool new look at the world, and as the characters make their way down, the power level on the card seems to be going up. This set sees the return of some fan-favorite creature types. Vampires, pirates, (laughs) merfolk, and most importantly, dinosaurs. Few know this, but I actually am the merfolk master. So my commander today is Hawkball of the Surging Soul, a merfolk. These are uncharted waters. Nothing makes my soul surge like the chance to play tons of Murpho. So I plan to fill the board with fishy friends. Then my commander can send them exploring to dig for lands and grow my team. Once I give my creatures evasion, I can simply swim my way to victory. I'm playing Potlaza Sunfavored. This is a dinosaur deck that wants to make use of the new Discover mechanic which can get me free spells off my library. So I've got tons of fun dinos to trigger my commander, plus some tricks to cheat them in at instant speed. Then I can outvalue my opponents and overrun them with big ancient lizards. Today I'll be playing Don Andres, the Renegade. Yarr. This deck wants to steal me opponents' cards by casting them from their decks or nabbing them off their board. And my commander turns stolen creatures into pirates. So I've got some scallywag synergies as well. With my enemy's cards conscripted to my crew, I'll send me foes overboard to Davy Jones' locker. And I'm going to be playing the Myco Tyrant. My deck wants to descend with self-mill effects so my commander can create tons of fungi. With a super wide board and a super tall tyrant, my army of DK will win the day. All right, let's play. Set a course for victory. I'm about to be a humongous fungus. It's time to bubble up and play. Welcome to the table, everyone. As always, let's reveal our cool Lost Caverns of Ixalan Ultra Pro Playmats. Watcha! 
guys. This is awesome. I've been wanting to come back on game nights all season, and I'm glad you two finally caved. <laughs> It's like a cave. Yeah, we. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, Voxy, uh, we're so glad to have you here. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, I really missed you guys. <laughs> missed this entire thing. Yep. All right. Well, having said all of that, welcome to game nights. Only one may stand. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Born ready. Here we go. Draw for turn. I'm going to play this lovely full art island. A travel poster at that. Visit Ixalan. Oh, that's so cool. Then I'll play the Soul Ring of Merfolk, a benthic biomancer. <laughs> Merfolk Soul Ring. <laughs> okay. I am very confused because I don't see a Soul Ring. Benthic biomancer is absolutely the Soul Ring of Merfolk because it's going to let me draw a card, which I'll admit is not what Soul Ring does at all. I think he just means it's a one drop. Pass the turn. All right, I'll draw. Well, this is the soul ring of fungus, elves, land or elves. Deece. See, my soul ring is better than Prof's because this thing actually taps for mana. Nothing is a soul ring. What are people saying right now? Go ahead. Are you gonna play the soul ring of dinosaurs? I am not gonna have a cool turn like that. I'm just gonna play a tapped path of ancestry. Mm. So I may not be playing anything on turn one, but this land is a big deal because I get to scry. Basically, every dinosaur that I play is just going to have added value. And pass to you, Jimmy. I will play a tapped steam vent and pass turn to you, Prof. Untap up, keep draw. Well, I'll cast a farseek. Huh. Normally with a farseek, you can't get a forest, but you can if what you grab is a breeding pool. Yeah. Next level. Next level. <laughs> then I'm going to move to declare attackers, and I'm attacking Jimmy with my soul ring. What? <laughs> you don't have a soul ring in play for to block with. Josh can block with a soul There's ring. There's no way Josh is blocking. He's going to block with his soul ring. Come on. <laughs> I declare no blocks, and I'll go to 39. Woo! And with that, I pass. All right. I will attack. I will draw. Okay, I will play a Dark Boar Pathway, and I'm going to play my commander, the Myco Tyrant. Oh. All right, so my commander is built all around the descend mechanic, which is similar to mill, but not the exact same thing, because I can also trigger this by discarding things from my hand, by things from the battlefield dying or otherwise going to the graveyard. I'm mostly going to be using this to get a bunch of tokens through milling, but that's not all I'm going to be doing. Does my co mean small, like mini? I'm the it's little a fungus. Tyrant? What kind of a fungus fanatic are you? Josh is a no yeah. fungus yeah. kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Josh isn't playing blue, but his commander still has a ton of value. Nothing's gonna happen right now, but he's already got it out on turn two, and I'm a little scared to be honest. I, like many magic players, am afraid of Josh Lee Kwai's elder fungus. Go ahead, Moxie. I'll tap. Draw. I will play a Yavimaya Cradle of Growth, and then I will play an Intrepid Paleontologist. All right. The cool thing about my mana dork is that it also messes with people's graveyards. So if Josh ever really has a key piece in his graveyard that starts to become a problem, then I can handle it. Pass to you, Jimmy. Okay, I'm gonna untap. I'm gonna draw my card. I shall play a Command Tower, and I'm gonna cast a Nightscape Familiar. Nice. I'm off to a slower start than everyone else at the table, but this card is very good in my deck. It's going to allow me to cast multiple spells to turn with that reduced cost and basically be like a soul ring for me. All right, pass it in to you, Prof. All right, untap up, keep, and draw. I'm going to play a favorite of mine going all the way back. It's Cavern of Souls. 
back again. They reprinted it. Nice. And I get to name a creature type. I'm gonna name Merfolk. No way. We're gonna tap all four. Time for a Bident of Thassa. This is very nice. Typically in a merfolk deck, you're going to run out of gas fast. So drawing cards is what keeps you in the game. And I really want to stay in the game. Who isn't going to block me? Oh, we've all got blockers now. Josh will not block you. Josh will not block me. How bad is it if I block it? So bad. <laughs> it's your whole deck. Josh, I'm going to attack you with my merfolk soul ring. I really, really want to block here, actually. My commander is powerful, but I can recast it. Let it through. Block? It's so You're good. gonna block with your commander. I'm not gonna say Benthic Biomancer isn't good. It's good, but it's not your commander good. I'm seriously considering it. <laughs> That's insane. That Please is do. actually I, insane. Yeah, yeah, that is. Boxing Why is it insane? Not blocking Prof gives him a card not just now, but on the next turn and the next turn and the next turn, because he's still gonna have that Merfolk around. I know he wants to cast his commander pretty soon. He cares about Merfolk. Big surprise. I'm really debating. Are we able to license the Jeopardy music while Josh is thinking okay. about this okay. eight years later? All right, I'm not gonna block. Whoa. Wow! I take one, I go 39. Trigger! I get to draw a card. Oh wow, this is such a good card. If I hadn't drawn it, it would, wow. This really changes, <laughs> this changes the whole game. Wild. Pass the turn. I ultimately decide not to block here. I think it's actually pretty close. I have enough cards in my hand that are gonna trigger my commander that I would rather keep it on the battlefield even though it's pretty easy to recast later. I'm gonna play a Prismatic Vista. I'm gonna pay one life and immediately crack it. Going to 38. And I will find one of these cool new forests. Put that into play untapped. Then I'm going to play an Arcane Signet. And I will immediately tap that Signet. Sure. And add two mana. And I'm gonna cast this Old Rutstein. Mm, you got any trades? Oh, nice. Who's not elder for some reason, but is old. Old Rutstein? Elder Fungus? Wow, old man is the theme for Josh this week. When that enters the battlefield, I will mill a card. It is a Cemetery Tampering, which is a non-creature, non-land, so I will create a blood token. Blood, blood. So this card synergizes really, really well with my commander. It's going to mill cards, which is gonna trigger the Myco Tyrant, get me funguses. Also, it gives me things when I mill those cards, and it's gonna do this every turn, so it's just recurrable value. And then I will go to my end step, and my commander will trigger. I have descended twice this turn, so I will make two fungus tokens. Wow, someone called Dr. Scholes. So that means the Myco Tyrant is now a 3-3. Three, three. I really wish you'd block with me. <laughs> me too. Me three. Yeah. I'll block next time. Okay. okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Moxie. I'm going to untap. I'm going to draw for turn. And then I'll play an Arcane Signet myself. And then I am going to tap three. And I'm going to play Topiary Stomper. I told you we should have stayed off the grass! Ooh. Ooh. When that enters the battlefield, I'm gonna go search my library for a basic forest. And that'll come into play tapped. So I go ahead and I play my Arcane Signet. I play Topiary Stomper. I may not be playing all that much, but it's mana. Mana that can be used to cast big dinosaurs. And that is the end of my turn. Pass to you, Jimmy. Okie dokie. I will untap. I'm gonna draw my card. And I'm gonna tap two and cast an Is It Signet. Is it? It is. And because my blue and red spells cost one less to cast, I will tap for two mana and play Breaches, Eager Pillager. <laughs> Yar! Yar! This card is great because one, my deck is 
filled with pirates. So I'm gonna get a ton of value from this card. Not only that, my commander turns the creatures I steal into pirates, so I'm definitely gonna be triggering these abilities. I will keep the peace. I'll pass turn to you, Prof. All right, untap up, keep draw. Well, here is that precious card you considered so hard to keep me from getting. It's a Riverwood Falls, it enters tapped. Look at this amazing power I now have with this. Look at this. Wow, 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 You act wow, as if wow. lands are not the most powerful cards in the game. If they you don't are. have any lands, you can't do anything. So I would have preferred that you didn't draw that land, of course. Well, I think it's time to bring in my commander, Hawkbull of the Surging Soul. This land has much to explore. Wow. That's right. Hawkbull is in the house. This card is gonna help me with card advantage and it's gonna buff up my creatures and my Benthic Biomancer is looking even better because it's gonna get multiple counters and give me multiple draws. Who says fish stink? Move to combat. Yeah. Now at the beginning of combat, my commander will trigger and each of my merfolk will explore. The first merfolk to explore deeper into these caverns is my benthic biomancer. Boom, it's a distant melody. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like distant melody. So I'm gonna put that in my graveyard. A counter on benthic biomancer, which means it becomes a 2-2. And then Hawkbull will explore. And it is Nykansel, current conductor. That is really good and I'm leaving that on top. So that means both of my merfolk will get a plus one, plus one counter. But when Benthic Biomancer gets a counter, I will draw a card and then, hmm, discard a card. I don't really need this explore because I don't have any surplus of lands. All gas in this hand. Oh, you need lands in your hand, do you? No, I don't. Lands are horrible to draw, though. They're the worst. They it's suck. I would never want to draw lands. The truth is, is you don't win games by drawing lands. Jimmy demonstrates that you can lose games by not drawing lands, but that's a little different. I'm so glad to be back. I really What's your commander at right now? 3-3. Three, three. Bring right. it. All right, fine. I will bring it. At Voxy, the Benthic Biomancer is coming your way. I have no choice but to take it. So I'm gonna take two, go into 38. My Bident of Thassa will trigger, and I draw a card. Look at this, this full grip of cards I got in my hand. Yeah, it's did you draw sweet. a land there? Did I draw a land? No, I didn't. I mean, uh, you don't know. <laughs> Pass the turn. Okay, I will untap. I will go to my upkeep and Old Rutstein will trigger, which means I will mill a card. It is a non-creature, non-land, so I'll make a second blood token. All right, I also did not find a land, which is not great. I am going to start by tapping two mana and casting a Tarian's Journal. Ooh. So this is a cool new artifact from this set. It's gonna be a little bit of card draw early. I'm gonna have a lot of expendable things to sacrifice. But later in the game, I could flip it over because once I get important things into my graveyard, I might wanna get them back. I'm going to immediately activate the Tarian's Journal. I will sacrifice a blood token. Blood. And I will draw a card. Is it a land? No. Uh, I hate this. I just gotta hope that I can figure out a way to catch up later because being light on mana, it's just hard to come back from. This is because you made fun of lands like they weren't powerful. <laughs> no, I mean- And now the game is like, I'm gonna teach them a lesson. I'm gonna show him. I wasn't making fun of lands, I was making fun of you. But lands took it personally. <laughs> All right, then I'm gonna tap three and I'm gonna play a Nyx Weaver. Oh, cool. So with regrowth on a stick, even though Josh doesn't have much in his graveyard right now, this can get to be a problem later in the game. All right, then I will go to my end step. I descended once this turn, so I will make one more fungus. 
which means my commander is now 4-4. Four, four. Wow. And then I will pass the turn. Okay, draw for turn. I think firstly, I wanna cast my commander oh, and see what right. I get. Pretty cool. To live the dream with this deck, you play a big dinosaur, which can get me free spells off my library. This thing seems insanely efficient. I think it's supposed to be a more fair version of Cascade, but we're still talking about free spells. So it's gonna be all about what does she hit off this stuff? Path of Ancestry will trigger. I will go ahead and scry. I will put that on the bottom. And then I'm gonna discover four. Right off the top, Bronze Beak Foragers. So when it enters the battlefield for each opponent, exile up to one target non-land permit that player controls until it leaves the battlefield. What? Oh my God. <laughs> so this card is not only a rather large dinosaur, but I also get to exile one thing from each opponent. Not bad for a free spell. You know, something you should really exile, Voxy, is uh, Josh's commander. He worked so hard to keep it, it'll be hilarious. You know you get something from everybody, right? I know. So, Josh, I'm going to do your commander. I'd like to slow you down a little bit. Okay. And Prof, I will take your commander as well. No! And Jimmy, I will target the thing that is making your spells cheaper. No. All right, all that stuff gets exiled. Prof and I have to choose whether we go to the command zone or into exile. I will put... Oh, you know what? You it's in until it leaves, right? Yes, yeah. Hmm... Okay, so I have a removal spell. So I have no problem letting Voxy's creature exile my commander. However, when I kill the foragers, everything exiled with it will come back. You gonna save us some commander tax there, Josh? I don't know what I'm gonna do, Prof. I you, think you know. You decide where it goes first. Prof is in an awful spot here because of the turn order and how it works. If Prof lets his commander go under this card and Josh doesn't remove it, Prof just doesn't have his commander for the rest of the game, potentially. But if Prof puts it into the command zone, Josh can put his commander under there, and then he gets to get his commander back by removing the creature. It's lose-lose for me and win-win for JLK. I feel like this hostility between us is non-productive, and I'd like to extend a bridge. I haven't said anything I'm going to do. I know you. I can read you like a book. What are you You're, asking me to do? I'm, not, I'm asking you to save me some commander tax. I'm going to turn for a little while some of my attention, I don't know, to the person who put us in this mess to begin with. <laughs> put it in the command zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will let mine get exiled. Oh, you son of yeah. a... <laughs> so Josh, instead of putting his commander in the command zone, has chosen to place it under my dinosaur, and that tells me that dinosaur is not long for this world. You have a free attack on prof now. I would like to go to combat. No. I have blockers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Try yes. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> prof. Yeah. I'm gonna you. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Two. All right, I take two. Going to 38. And I will end my turn and pass to you, Jimmy. Did you miss your land drop too? Yep. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. So a little bit of good news. Voxy also misses her land drop on this turn. If I'm going to fall behind, that's one less player I'm falling behind too. So I'm happy about that. All right. Draw. Crap. I'm going to miss my land drop. What else is new? <laughs> for you, it should feel better than it does for us. It feels way worse. I'm turn four. I'm the fourth player. Look at my board state. Uh, well, I might feel better because you're used to it. Yeah. Oh, no, man. This is bad. It's just an average well, we all... Tuesday for you. <laughs> Jimmy should be so embarrassed. That's so amateur. Could never be me. This is bad. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Breaches allows me to exile the top card in my library, and that is definitely going to be a land. Right? I'm gonna go to combat. Prof, I'm so sorry. You're the only one that doesn't have blockers. He's not sorry. Don't. He's don't not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm genuinely sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> you can't. You can't tell. Hold on. He put an actor face on you. He totally. He went actor mode on yeah, you. Yeah, but I am sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Damn! Your theatrical tricks won't work on me, Jimmy. So I'm gonna swing at you with Breach's Eager Pillager. That will trigger Breach's, and I'm gonna choose to exile the top card of my library, and I may play it this turn. All right, this is kind of a big deal because we know Jimmy wants a land, and if he hits it off of Breach's here, he'll get ahead of both Foxy and me. I know it's there. I can feel it. Please, Lords of Chaos, give me a freaking land. <laughs> oh my god, Jimmy, that was funny. I am Omega Tilted! Omega Tilted! <laughs> Literal worst combination of things to happen to me is, is happening right now. Ouch. This is a bad whiff on many different levels because he cannot suspend this card. You can't do that from exile. And then, of course, also, this is clearly not a land. I really hate everything about this. Gosh, Jimmy, talk about a real kick in the breeches. <laughs> Look, Game Nights isn't scripted, and the proof of that is that Jimmy missing land drops doesn't exactly make for the best gameplay, so stop saying that it's scripted. Prof, uh, do you declare any blockers? No! Okay, you're gonna take three then. All right. Going to 35. Okay, in my second main, I will play an Arcane Signet, and I'll pass turn. Oh man, yep. brutal. Untap up, keep draw. Now I do need a land as well. Nice. That's a good one. Some people have all the luck. Why don't you do that, Jimmy? Yeah. Right there. Look at that. I needed this because it lets me bring my commander back into play, paying the commander tax. Nice. And now as I move to combat, we've got some explore triggers on my merfolk. Starting with my benthic biomancer. Ah, oh, it's a land. Look at that, Jimmy. <laughs> Look at that shit. <laughs> right. That's going to go in my hand. Yep. Second trigger. Oh, it's one of my favorite cards ever, so we'll leave that on top. And Huckball becomes a 4-4 again. But my Benthic Biomancer remains a 2-2. So, Jimmy, I'm afraid I'm going to attack you with my Benthic 4-2 because I really would like that card draw. It's not personal. I'll take two and I'll go to 37. Trigger. Draw. Oh, look. I should have blocked that thing. It's drawn you three cards and my commander did basically nothing because it got removed. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but you didn't. Pass. Okay, I will untap. Derma upkeep, old Rutstein will trigger. I will mill one. It is a land, so I will make a treasure. Then Nixweaver will trigger. I will mill two more. It is a land and a Lich Knight's Conquest, which is a sorcery and won't count for Descent. I've descended twice. And then I will draw my card for the turn. I'm gonna start off by tapping my three fungus and this Nyx Weaver to convoke out a lethal scheme. Oh God. Targeting bronze beak foragers. Uh, so the foragers will die. And that means Jimmy, you'll get your Nightscape familiar back. And Josh, you get your commander back. Cool. So I know what you're thinking. This is an instant. It has Convoke. I could have cast this on the end step before my turn. However, I want to put permanence into my graveyard during my turn. And this Connive ability is about to do that four times. All right, and then I get to Connive each of the creatures that Convoked. So the first one is the spider, I will draw. So I draw my card off of the first connive, and I think it's probably the single best card I could draw in this situation. This was gonna be good, but it's about to be nuts. And I will discard a Golgari Grave Troll. Oh. oh. Whoa, 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 hold up. This card has a very specific word on here, dredge. Dredge is a replacement effect for drawing the card. Instead, you're gonna mill a certain number of cards from your library into your graveyard and bring that card back to your hand. With Knive, 
whenever he draws, he can just choose to bring back the Golgari Grave Troll and Mill Six. Then his commander sees all of that and will make a bunch more tokens at the next end step. This is about to be a big turn for Josh and a bad turn for the rest of us. Josh is doing Josh things again. That means Nick's Weaver will get a 1 1 counter and become a 3 4. Then I will connive for the first fungus. But I'm going to use the dredge ability on the Golgari Grave Troll. So I'm going to return it to hand and mill six. It is five permanents and a sorcery. Then I have to discard a card and I will discard the Golgari Grave Troll. So that first fungus becomes a 2 2. Now the connive for the second fungus. Golgari Grave Troll, mill six. It's four permanents. You see what's gonna happen. I'm gonna do it for the third we one, right? We see yeah. 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 We see One, two, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. four, five, six. And there's five more permanents. And then, of course, I will end with discarding the Golgari Grave Troll one more time. So all the fungus will get a plus one counter and become two twos. So I've now descended 20 times. Jeez! If this feels broken, I just want to point out that Dredge is famously a very fair mechanic and no one ever complains about it. And then I'm gonna activate my Tarion's Journal. I'll sacrifice one of the fungus and I will draw a card. And then I'm gonna go to my end step and because I have descended 20 times. Oh my God. I will make 20 fungi. Nice. I think I'm a fungi. Oh, only 20? I mean, I guess it's nice that they can't block, but it's still 20 bodies on the ground. And that stupid grave troll's still there. And my back hurts. And then my commander is now a 23-23. All right, Voxy, hey. I will pass the turn. Okay, great. So at the end of this turn, I suddenly have 45 plus power on the board. His board state is massive, and his commander is trample, which means it can now one-shot players. Voxy, you have oh, a board wipe? No. All right, this is looking scary, but I've got a really good answer for Josh's board. All I need to do is keep it low key. Do you have a board wipe, Prof? Yeah, I do. I'm, don't worry, I'm going to take care of everything. Are no, really. I'm not, sh really? Shut up, shut up, Jim. Be cool! Be cool, Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Prof does not have a very good poker face. Let me put it this way. It's going to ruin him. It will not affect you or Voxy whatsoever. Wow. So, Prof has some kind of board wipe in his hand. It only hits me. I mean, I was expecting and kind of fine with a board wipe that just kind of sets everybody back. But if I'm the only one hurt by it, that could be really bad. This needs to stop and never be allowed to start again. It's River's Rebuke or Washout or something like that. Whatever it is, it's clearly good for me. Okay. I'm going to tap two, and I'm going to play Rampant Growth. So I'll search my library for a planes. And put that on the battlefield, tapped. Very good. And then I'm going to tap four, and I'm going to play Guardian Project. Not bad. Prof has made it pretty clear that he's going to take care of Josh's board and not really affect anybody else, so I'm just going to sit back and not worry about it. And he hasn't really asked me for anything anyways, so why not just chill? I'm going to pass to you, Jimmy. I will untap, and I will draw a card. Okay. Oh, no. It's yeah. a land. It's a land. It's a land. Okay. I was like, hey, oh. <laughs> At that point, I'm just going to slide you a land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to tap a mountain and the signet. And I'm going to cast Seize the Spotlight. Okay, so everyone is going to choose Fame or Fortune. If you mm. choose Fame, I get to steal a creature. And if you choose Fortune, I get to draw a card to make a treasure. Now that I know Prof is not going to be focusing on me, this is the perfect turn to try and catch up to the rest of the board and set myself up for a better endgame. 
Prof, what do you choose? I choose fortune. I'm going to choose fame, Jimmy. You can have one of my creatures. Okay. I'm going to choose fortune. Okie dokes. Josh, I'm going to take your Myco Tyrant. All right. But it's only a 1-1 for you. And then I'll draw two cards and make two treasures for the fortunes. That's pretty good. It's clear to me at this point that Prof is going to wipe just my board. So my stuff is kind of dead. So Jimmy taking my commander doesn't seem like that matters too much. Yeah, he can have what he wants. I will play a Blood Crypt as my land for turn, untapped. So I'll take two damage and go to 35. Shocking. I will then cast my commander, Don Andres the Renegade. Yar. Arr, matey. Don Andres the Renegade has entered the battlefield. It's a very well-spoken pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. A pirate commander that's all about stealing good cards? I've got tons of good cards. Whether ye be a rapscallion body I've stolen... Or a non-creature spell. Old no beard will be getting value either way. So I'm gonna go to combat now. I will attack with breaches and the Michael Tyrant. Met you, Josh Lee Kwai. <laughs> <laughs> when these pirates attack, breaches will trigger. I will choose to have old Rusty not block. <laughs> and I will exile the top card in my library. I can play the card until the end of turn. The card is. Aristic study! Arr, matey, it's a good one. <laughs> Go to blocks, Josh! I'll block the breaches with my Lanwar Elves. So I'll take three. I go to 35, and Lanwar Elves will die. I have three commander damage from my own commander. Commander damage be as unforgiving as the salty sea, Josh. Can I volunteer myself to walk the plank? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and I will cast this Aristic study! a good one. Pretty, pretty good. Either it's one mana for thee or a card for me. <laughs> I don't know what's more annoying. The Ristic study and Jimmy about to keep saying, you're going to pay the one, you're going to pay the one. Or the fact that uh, he's talking in a pirate voice this whole turn. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for me. I'll go to the end of my turn. And Josh, the Michael Tyrant, will return to you, matey. Okay, Jimmy. I'm a fish. I'm a bath. What? I'm under the sea. <laughs> Draw a card. Wait, I'm crying. <laughs> Look, merfolk speak the language of love. If Josh starts making a voice at this point, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Check this out, Jimmy. I play a land. Wow, matey. The sea may be a harsh mistress, but so too be the river. Yeah. Wait, am I a pirate? I'm on Merfolk. Rivers Rebuke. <laughs> All right, Rivers Rebuke. Targeting who? Targeting you, Josh. Yeah. I'm targeting you. Do you pay the one for Ristic Study? <laughs> no. You have, have a free one. mana. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, in response. Okay. I'm going to tap one and uh, crack my blood token. Uh-huh. I'm going to discard a land, and I will draw. Does nothing. Yep, okay. All my non-land permanents get bounced. Yikes! Yeah! I mean, given how these games normally go, I get stopped in my tracks, typically by Josh, but here, I helped out! Now that's what I call fungicide. I mean, the good news is, usually... After something like this, your opponents will ignore you because you are so clearly not a threat. So there's a decent shot that I'll have a chance to rebuild, maybe get back in this. At the beginning of combat, my commander will trigger. Starting with Benthic Biomancer, we're going to explore. Oh look, a land. That'll go to my hand. And now I'll explore for my commander. Woo! 
Ooh, it's a Vidalian Hexcatcher. This is a really good Merfolk card, and so I'm really going to leave it on top of my library. And now my commander becomes a 5-5. Five, five. Nice. You know what else is nice? Josh, both my creatures are coming at you. Everyone go for Josh. Why do that and then gang up on me? Aren't because, I sort of taken care because of? Because then we, no, no, no. Then we take care of you. What we need to do is wipe Josh out of the game. If you leave just a little fungus left, it'll grow back. We gotta just get him out now. Who's with me? So on attacks, Hackball will trigger, and I'll put Temple of Mystery onto the battlefield. Oh, nice. And I will scry one. I already know what that is. I will keep it on top. Go to damage. All right, I have no blocks. I will take seven. Going to 28. That's a shame. Unfortunately here, Prof's still just coming after me. He's like, I gotta take you out. Yeah, but it's not like I destroy you every time we played. You literally won the last one we played. I don't know what to say. He wants it. He wants me out of this game. And on that damage, Bident triggers twice. So I get to draw a card twice. And then I'll move to my end step. I am going to discard a exotic orchard and I pass to Josh. Okay, well, I will untap. That was easy. Then I will draw my card for Josh. <laughs> Sounds like someone's getting salty. Josh doesn't get salty. I just hold it in better. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, I am going to play a Arcane Signet. Then I'm going to tap three and I will play a Squirming Emergence. What? This is a new card from Lost Caverns of Ixalan and seems extremely powerful. It regrows something directly from the graveyard to the battlefield. And in a deck like mine, where I have a ton of stuff in my graveyard, it can get basically anything. So at this point, it's kind of like a tutor that casts the thing. So I will return the Great Henge to the battlefield. Nice. Okay, not bad. Then I will replay Old Rutstein. All right, when that enters the battlefield, I will mill one. It is a creature, so I'll make a 1-1 one, one insect. And then I will gain two life from Great Henge going to 30. And I will draw a card, and Old Rustine will get a plus one, plus one counter. So it's now a 2-5. That's gonna be two Ristic Stay triggers. Oh uh, yeah. Would you like to pay one for either? No, you can draw. Nice. Well, that's all I can do. That was a pretty good turn. So, Voxy, go ahead. It's really too bad that his board didn't stay empty for Voxy and Jimmy to swing in and kick him while he's down, but hopefully they'll keep applying pressure because the pressure needs to be applied. I'm gonna untap, I'm gonna draw for turn. All right, so I'm gonna play Bone Horde Dracosaur. Whoa. Ooh. This thing seems insanely efficient. It's a five mana, five, five flyer. Plus at the beginning of her turn, she's gonna essentially draw two cards, probably make a treasure and or make another creature. Like this thing does everything. That's gonna trigger a Ristic Study, Voxy. Do you pay the one? I will pay the one. Wow. I know. And then I have a couple triggers. So first I'm gonna get a trigger off of Path of Ancestry and I'm gonna describe one. Not bad. So I'm gonna keep that on top. Guardian Project will then trigger. I will draw the card that I put on top. Then I'm gonna discover five. First one is a Tali, dang it. And the next card is a Fimran. Oh. Okay, and I will cast that targeting my commander. Oh. This is pretty cool tech from Voxy because her commander can only trigger one time per turn, but Ephemerate blinks it and gets around that. So she's about to discover again, and pff, man, the value just keeps flowing. Well, I was kind of hoping for a big dinosaur, but more free spells, more dinosaurs. Rawr. Okay, so Pontlaza will exile and then come back. Nice. That ephemerate will trigger Ristic Study. Do you pay the one? I do pay the one. I applaud you. <laughs> when Puntlaza enters the battlefield, Guardian of Project will trigger again. So I will draw a card, and then I will discover four. 
I will cast Birds of Paradise and I will get, you guess it, a Guardian Project trigger. Wow. I will draw a card. Oh my gosh. And Discover plus Guardian Project is pretty good, yep. <laughs> this card doesn't look like a dinosaur, but boy does it sound like a dinosaur. Not too bad. Do you pay the one? Oh, you've got a mana dork! <laughs> Jimmy, I will pass to you. Okay, I will draw a card for turn. I'm gonna play Coercive Recruiter. Oh. When there is battlefield, Josh, I'm gonna take your old Rutstein. Okay. Since I don't own it, but I do control it, it will get plus two, plus two, and have menace and death touch. Arr. So it's a four, seven? It's a four, seven, yeah. All right, I will go to combat, and I'm gonna swing old Rutstein at you, Foxy, and I'm gonna swing Breaches and Don Andres at you, Josh. I'm gonna have three triggers from Breaches. So I'll create a treasure token, I'll say your insect can't block this turn, and I'm gonna exile the top of my library, and I can play it this turn. I exile the chaos one. Interesting. All right, go to blocks. I can't block, so I will take seven. I am not blocking Redstein, so I will take four. I am gonna cast my chaos warp, and I'm gonna target Voxy's guardian project. That's fair. The way that Voxy wins this game is by drawing more dinosaurs and getting that trigger off of her commander over and over and over again. So I think I have to get rid of the value engine that's gonna keep refilling her hand. Okay, I will shuffle the Guardian Project into my library. You might get another dinosaur and then yeah, this, this is has a high chance to go worse. <laughs> yeah. I'll give the whole thing a good shuffle. Okay, getting rid of Guardian Project is a good idea, but chaos warping against a dinosaur deck? Uh, it's asking for trouble. And Jimmy, I'm gonna have you do the cut since you're gonna be responsible for what comes out of here. Them's the rules. Okay, now I'm gonna flip the top card. If it's a permanent, it will come into play. Please be a good dinosaur. Awakening Sun's Avatar. Oh, yeah! What? <laughs> Why did you do this to us, Jimmy? You gotta be kidding me! It's not for my hand, so it's, it's not cast. Oh, cast if it, it was cast. Hand. Oh. Okay, it's not that bad. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's still it's bad. It's still seven, seven, seven. It's kind of a be careful what you wish for type of situation because I would have liked to have casted it from hand and wiped everything but dinosaurs, but I get a commander trigger. Okay, so we'll wipe the board, but it will trigger my commander, so I will discover seven. Oh, gosh. Oh, this is, okay. Oh, that's yeah, okay. so Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. All right. all right, you cast that, right? Of course I cast that. Risk study will trigger. Yes. Dang it, I can't pick one, right, so. I'll, <laughs> I'll draw a card. I was worried she was gonna get a creature with a big butt, but instead she just got some big old boots. Can I say that on game nights, big butts? Okay, I will then go to my end step. Old Ruts team will return to you, Josh. Oh, thank you. I have eight cards in my hand, so I'll discard one, and it's a land. Wow. wow. That's gonna do it for me. I'll pass it to you, Prof. Alrighty, we are untapping a whole bunch of lands here and drawing. I have many things I want to do. The first of them is Deep Root Waters. So let me put merfolk Ooh. creature tokens into play whenever I cast a merfolk spell. Uh-oh. This card is so powerful in the merfolk deck because pretty much everything Prof does is gonna make him another token. And his commander cares about how many merfolk are on the battlefield. This means that Prof could have a huge turn depending on what's in his hand. Do you pay the one, Mr. Merfolk? No. Draw. Guess what I wanna do next. I'm gonna cast Nikonzel, Current Conductor. Ooh. This is a pretty cool new card. Synergizes obviously well with Prof's deck. And the fact that he's gonna be able to get the lands he draws off Explore directly into play could represent a ton of acceleration. This is the kind of card that one good turn could mean that he has access to just 20 mana the next turn and it could be over. 
And trigger on the Ristic study. No. Okay, I'll draw a card. No. <laughs> trigger on the deep root waters. Look at this awesome merfolk token that I get to put into play. Ooh. Nice. Ooh, yikes. So, moving right along. Can I read this card? Yeah, yeah it explains the card. All right, engine is online. Let's make some waves. We're going to do two blue. It's Master of the Pearl Trident. Oh, that's bad. Island Walk is so bad for specifically me because I'm the only player at the table that has islands. So that means that he has the potential to just one shot me if he wants to. This is a huge headache for me. Deep Root Waters triggers and I get another awesome command zone token. <sighs> Do you pay no. one for the- No. Do you- No. Pay the, no. no. No to me having the card or no to you not paying the- I'm not paying you anything. I'll draw a card. So now I'm gonna spend two and then I'll play Vidalian Hexcatcher. Other merfolk I control get plus one, plus one. Yikes. Pretty good. This is one of the new merfolk all-stars and I am really looking forward to showing everyone what it can do. And I'll make another merfolk token. Do you pay the one for that? No. Okay, I'll Never. Now we're gonna move to combat and we Holy are gonna crap. do some exploring. Oh, this is a lot of exploring. I've got a lot of merfolk here, so we're gonna go from left to right, top to bottom down this route. Okay. Benthic first, not a land. It's growing rights of Itlamok. So Benthic will get a counter and so will Nickenzil. All right, so what are you gonna do with the growing rights? I think I'm gonna risk it. I wanna put the growing rights in the graveyard, Voxy. Ooh, well, that's not good. Now my Hawkball is going to explore. It's a land. Oh boy, here we go. So that goes into my hand. Nickensel will trigger, and I'll put that land into play tapped. Nice. Now the next explore is my Merfolk token. It's another land. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Goes to hand, trigger, goes into play. Yep. Oh my gosh. Wow. Master of the Pearl Trident is going to explore. It's Svilum of Sea and Sky. That's a good card. That's a very good card. That is not going in my graveyard. So I'm going to keep that on top and leave it on top for all the rest of the explorers. Okay. So everything left gets a plus one, plus one counter. And the console gets four more counters. So it's gonna end up as an 11-12 when you count in my lords. Oh my gosh. What? Okay, so after all that exploring, Prof's board is looking mighty scary here, and he got a couple of extra lands into play. This is a turn of events that I'm actually not super upset about. I need my opponents to get scary to each other so that they have to stop each other so that I can come back in this game. Is Prof's board scary enough to do that? I don't know, but maybe. And finally, at the end here, because Benthic Biomancer did get a counter on it, I will draw a card and discard a card. I'll go ahead and discard this Realm Walker. <laughs> nice. Does anybody have a River's Rebuke? <laughs> and then I'm going to attack at Josh. Jeez. The assault on Josh continues. We must not let him recover. Please. Do not focus on my growing merfolk army. Focus on the potential that Josh has within him. On attack, Hawkball is going to trigger. I don't have a land to put into play, so I will actually draw a card. Okay, I'm gonna block your commander with my insect. So it's gonna die, and I will take five. Going to 18. I have a trigger off of Bident. I draw another card. Yep, yikes. Ooh, gosh, I guess there's not much else I can do with my turn, so I'll pass it to Josh. Look at the power on Prof's board right now. I thought Voxy was the threat, but what Prof has just done has completely blown that out of the water. Literally. I will untap. During my upkeep, Old Rutstein will trigger. I will mill one. It is a Rishkar's Expertise, which is a non-creature, non-land. I will make a blood token. Blood. 
Okay, I'm gonna start by tapping four and playing a Blossoming Tortoise. Hey! When that enters, I will mill three, and then I will return Path of Ancestry from my graveyard to the battlefield tapped. That's gonna trigger my Aristic study. Jimmy, you can draw. Okie dokie. And then because of Great Henge, I'll gain two life going to 20. The tortoise will get a plus one, plus one counter, and I will draw a card, and I will play my commander, the Myco Tyrant, from my hand. It was still there. <laughs> That's going to trigger Ristic Study. I will not pay. I will draw a card. Great Henge, Micro Tyrant will get a plus one, plus one counter. I will draw a card. I will play my land for turn. It is a Field of the Dead. And it is my seventh land, and nice. they are all different. So I will make a zombie. And then I will go to my end step. My commander will trigger. I descended three times this turn, so I will make three funguses. Fungi. <laughs> It's really, really becoming apparent to me how big a downside it is when the tokens can't block. Because in a normal token deck, I would be feeling like, oh, at least I can live through most attacks here, but I really don't have that many blockers. So I just gotta keep my head down and hope they start focusing on each other. All right, my new deck list is complete. Now, let's see which cards I don't already own and buy them. Wait. How'd you do that without going through a million boxes? Oh, I just use Architect. They make it super easy to upload and manage your collection. Then when you're done brewing a deck, you can sort it by collection status to see what you already have. So this group is just cards you don't own. Yep, I just click buy this stack and it takes me right to Card Kingdom. Whoa. Architect is the best place to browse, brew, and playtest commander decks. Just go to architect.com slash command zone to get started. That's A-R-C-H-I-D-E-K-T dot com slash command zone. That's it, Voxy, go ahead. All right, I will untap everything. I have some upkeep triggers, and I'm going to stack it so that Bone Horde Dracosar resolves. So let me exile the top two cards of my library. It's a land and elemental bond. So I'm gonna get a treasure and a three one. Oh, both, you can get both, I didn't even think both. Of that. And that will trigger Pont Laza, and I will discover for one. So I'm looking for a one drop. What's she going to get for one? A soul ring? I'm not worried. The only thing that could bother me is removal, and is there any good removal for one mana? Hey, swords to plowshares. Oh. Hi, Frost. Hi. <laughs> so I'm gonna target Nikonzel with that swords to plowshares. All right. I gain 11 life. Thanks, Foxy. You're welcome. Goodbye, giant merfolk abomination thing. Hello to the biggest thing on the board again, my dinosaurs. I think that's the right target here because Prop can always just recast his commander and that card really was doing a ton of work. And that is going to trigger my Rhystic Study. I will pay the one. Okay. Now I'll move to my draw step. And I will draw my card for the turn. I am going to go to combat. Prof, I'm coming at you with my Waking Sun's Avatar and my Bone Horde. And Jimmy, I'm coming at you with my Topiary Somber that is finally able to attack. I declare no blocks. I just gained a lot of life. I declare no blocks as well. Okay. So I will take four damage and go to 31. I take 12 damage and go back to where I was. <laughs> I, I, I took one damage, ultimately, this turn. See, it's a give and a take. It's a give and a take. I am going to go to second main. I will cast a Realm Walker. Ooh. And I will choose Dinosaurs. Yeah, this card is so useful in my deck because being able to know what's on top of my library works really well for my commander's discover ability. Because if I know that I'm going to whiff, I can just focus my energy somewhere else. Scry off of Path of Ancestry. You know what? I am going to keep that on top. 
Can you cast it with the Realmwalker? No, but I want it for later, I okay. think. Do you pay the one for Ristic Study? I'm not gonna pay the one. All right, I will draw a card. You How many cards do you have, Jimmy? A lot. Look at that stack. I know, 16 yeah. cards in my hands. <laughs> with Ristic Study, he has been sculpting the perfect hand for a few turns here. I know this because I do this all the time, and you've seen me win a lot of Game Nights episodes that way. Just like in real life, if you don't pay your taxes, it's coming to come back and bite you. You literally just did not pay the one. I always pay my taxes. Just not now, because I have tricks to play later on. But everybody else should pay them. And then before I go to my end step, I will equip my swift foot boots to my commander. Protected. Nice boots for the dinosaur. Nice. And I will pass turn to you, Jimmy. I've drawn so many cards off this Ristic study. Let's see what I can do with them. I am going to tap a blue and a red, and I'm going to cast mm. Captain Storm Cosmium Raider. That's cool. It's a pirate, so it's gonna trigger my coercive recruiter, and I gotta recruit someone to this battlefield. I think I'm gonna recruit your commander, Prof. Huckball, all right. So I'm gonna take control of it till end of turn, and it will untap. I will then tap my steam vents, and I'm gonna cast a soul ring. That is gonna trigger my Captain Storm and artifact entering the battlefield, so I get to put a 1 1 counter on the pirate I control. So I will put a 1 1 counter on my breaches, Eager Pillager. Making it a 4 4 for a striker. Nice. I will then tap my Soul Ring and my Is It Signet for two and a blue, and I will use two of that mana to cast Kite Sail Larcenist. Ah. Uh-oh. This card is so sweet in my deck because it turns my opponent's stuff into treasures and they lose all their abilities. So I can basically turn off some of their most powerful permanents. It's a lot like that Bronzebeak Forager that Voxy played earlier. It removes people's stuff, but they do have a chance to kind of get it back if they can kill the thing. Okay, I'm gonna choose some stuff to turn into treasures. Prof, I'm gonna choose your Master of the Pearl Trident. Josh, I'm gonna choose your Great Henge. Voxy, I'm gonna choose your intrepid paleontologist. I can also choose something I control, so I'm gonna choose the hawkball of the surging soul that I stole from you, Prof. Oh. This is a nifty little trick Jimmy pulls where he takes one of Prof's things, turns it into a treasure, and now he can sacrifice it, and that is just straight up removal. So my master of the Pearl Trident is treasure. Yeah, I got rid of your island walk. Well, there goes my island walk, which to be fair, I was going to use against Jimmy, but I'm still pretty bummed about it. Hopefully I'll get this card back eventually. So he targeted my mana dork and not one of my bigger creatures, which makes me feel like they're not gonna be mine for much longer. And that card is a pirate, so it will trigger my Coercive Recruiter. So I'm gonna recruit another creature to my battlefield, and I'm gonna target your Bonehorde Dracosaur, Foxy. All right. I will immediately sacrifice my Treasure Hawkball. All right, it goes back to the command zone. It'll cost eight next time? Yeah. Hmm. And then I will cast a Ramirez de Pietro, Pillager. Cool. When he enters the battlefield, I lose two life, and I create two treasure tokens. And because I made two treasures, that's gonna trigger my Captain Storm two more times. I'm gonna add two more 1 1 counters to Breaches. Jeez. That's also gonna trigger my Chorus of Recruiter. So let's go recruiting. Voxy, I'm gonna take your Awakening Sun's avatar. <sighs> okay. I always love it when everybody gets to do their thing with their deck, but then the person that steals stuff shows up, and then they start stealing my things, and suddenly it's not so fun anymore, and I'm not as supportive as I should be. All right, I will go to combat. Boy, this became real scary real fast. Yeah. I wasn't worried about this attack. And geez, he stole everything and they're all huge. The truth is, is I make a lot of jokes about Jimmy because when Jimmy actually gets going, he's a great player and I'm legitimately scared now. I'm gonna swing breaches at you, Prof. I'll swing the Awakening Sun's avatar at you, Voxy, and Josh will swing the Bone Horde Dracosaur at you. 
On attack, I have three triggers. So I'll make a treasure token. That's gonna trigger my Captain Storm. I'll put another 1-1 counter on Breaches. And I choose a creature that can't block this turn. That'll be your Birds of Paradise, Boxy. And I'll exile the top card of my library. I can play this turn. It's a watery grave. Uh, go to blocks. Go to blocks. So Prof, you got a 7-7 seven, seven first strike coming at you. I'm gonna do a chump block with one of my Merfolk. My Merfolk dies. I have no flyers, so I can't block. And I'm just gonna take nine. Okay, go to damage. Go to damage. I go to 13. And I go to 25. I mean, it's a good news, bad news kind of thing. Bad news, he hits me for seven. Good news, he hits both of my opponents too. That is honestly an upgrade over the last couple of turns. All right, on combat damage, my Ramirez de Pietro will trigger twice. So I'm gonna exile the top card of both of your libraries that I dealt damage to. I can cast those cards as long as they remain exiled. Okay, from me you get... Egon, God of Death. And for me you get Boros Charm. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, I've taken some fine cards from my opponents here. That Boros Charm, especially nice, giving all of my permanents indestructible at a point of my choosing. I can do it at yeah. any time. Until when? As long as it remains exiled. Oh, forever. Yeah. Wow. I specifically kept that up there for a reason, and now Jimmy gets it. Everybody just knows if they go to remove something from Jimmy, he's going to stop the first instance of that. So don't love it. Okay, I will tap three mana and sacrifice a treasure, and I'm gonna cast Tasha, the Witch Queen. <laughs> Everything will be mine! Oh. I'm going to immediately plus one her. So I'm gonna draw a card. Didn't have enough cards, yep. For each opponent, I get to exile up to one target instant or sorcery from their graveyard and I put a page counter on it. I'm gonna take a Swords to Plowshares, a River's Rebuke, and an Overwhelming Stampede. Holy moly. Overwhelming Stampede. <laughs> Uh-oh. The first thing I thought was, oh, crap. I was going to use that Overwhelming Stampede out of nowhere to win the game. And the second thing I think is, oh, crap. Jimmy's going to use that Overwhelming Stampede to win the game. You can cast those with Tasha, like, later? Yes, but not this turn. I have to minus three her. If we don't get rid of Tasha before Jimmy's next turn, he's likely going to be able to kill at least one of us, if not all of us. That Tasha's got to go. All right, I will move to my end step. Everything that I have stolen this turn returns to the people I stole it from. Which is just Foxy. Just yeah. Foxy, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And then I need to discard the hand size. It will be four lands and a talisman. Oh my goodness. Okay, I just took three insanely powerful spells from my opponent's graveyards, so I'm definitely turning into the target right now. Fingers crossed, I just gotta make it to my next turn and I'll be a-okay. To you, Professor. Cool, 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 cool. Prof, if you swing at Tasha, uh-huh. Any blocks, then I can probably get in. How many blockers do you have, Jimmy? Six. Six. But they're all one for one, like, will die to your three threes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, three sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. But if I fully swing in, then I'm completely open to you and Voxy, so maybe if I fully swing in, I'm not going to... I promise if you fully swing in, Jimmy, I will not attack you on my next turn. Deal. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do three. Foxy didn't have to give anything away. Okay. No, she did. She said she yes. Say I didn't anything. say any. <laughs> She definitely back. was about to, and you just started talking. Yeah, you just said it. <laughs> All right, again. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you won't attack him either? I won't attack him either, but okay. you really you should wait. Marrow Regery. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, snap indeed. I love Marrow Regery. It was one of the key pieces of my favorite deck ever, Modern Merfolk, and if I do say so myself, I know how to use it. When the Regery comes into play, I get a token off of the Deep Root Waters. When you cast that spell, Ristic Study will trigger, Prof. T- take it. Alright, I'll drop it. Okay. I need no, no. <laughs> I need the lands. Watch this. Okay. Three. And I will cast 
Sage of Fables. Oh, okay. Trigger on the Meryl Reedry, I tap down your commander, Jimmy. Okay, when you cast that spell, Ristic Study will trigger. No. All right, that will draw a card. Get another Deep Root Water trigger. Then we're gonna go ahead and tap three again for Zvilum of Sea and Sky. This is a merfolk, so it's going to give me a Deep Root Water trigger and a Meryl Reedry trigger. Jimmy, tap down that Pietro. Okay, and do you pay one for the Ristic Study? No. I'll draw a card. Then I'm gonna tap three for Thassa, God of the Sea. Ristic Study. Nope. Nah, we'll draw a card. So Thassa isn't technically a merfolk creature type, but she's in the deck because she's the god of the merfolk, which I guess Zvilum is a god of the merfolk too. Well, listen, when you play merfolk, you're gonna do a lot of praying. Thassa's online too, huh? Thassa is online, but a little seasick. <laughs> Move to declare attackers. Everything that can attack is coming at Tasha. Keep in mind that the Meryl Regery is also giving everything plus one, plus one. Tasha's dying here no matter what, but I do see a window of opportunity to get rid of a really annoying creature on Prof's board. My plan revolves around casting a really important spell next turn, and if Prof can counter it, that's no good for me. So I'm gonna use a really powerful card here to make sure that I can at least get that problem piece off the board. Before blockers, mm -hmm. I'm gonna sacrifice two treasures, and I'm gonna channel Odawara Soaring City, mm. targeting your Marrow Regery. The Regery is bounced to hand. So, and then this is a 3-3. Three, three. These are all 2-2s. Two Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna put a Coercive Recruiter in front of one of your 2-2 Merfolk, and I'm gonna put the Kite Sail Larcenist in front of your 2-2 Hexcatcher. Okay. So, go to combat damage? Yep. All right, Tasha will take five damage. And the two creatures that I've locked will die. Don't say I don't ever do anything for the table. I help when Josh gets out of control. I help when Jimmy gets out of control. That's two times now that the professor has stopped the big threat at the board. Maybe now people will stop teaming up against me and start giving me a little gratitude. Prof, any more actions? Nope. Okay. That was good. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I feel pretty good because we turned off Jimmy's ability to have access to Overwhelming Stampede. Prof lost a couple things. I still need a lot of stuff to go my way, but it feels like we're turning in the right direction. Old Rutstein will trigger. I will mill one. It's a land. I will make a treasure token. I'm gonna go to my draw step, and instead of drawing my card, I am gonna use the Golgari Grave Troll to dredge six. Ooh. Golgari Grave Troll will go to my hand, so that'll be one, two, three, four, five, six. Wow, all hits. Yeah, that was six permanents. It's a seven total for turn. Yeah, it seems pretty good with your commander out. All right, I'm going to begin by playing Jahira. Friend of the Forest. Ooh, tons of mana. Yeah, it makes all my tokens tappable. On cast, you pay for the Ristic Study. See, this is the problem, because I gotta, okay. I do that, it's three. I do that, that's four. Then I've got one, two, three, four. He's gonna draw a lot off me, because I can't pay for any of it. <sighs> so while Tasha is dead, arguably Ristic Study is still the biggest threat on the table. I know that Jimmy has my Boros Charm, but I mean, you gotta burn the card at some point. I should have played this removal on Prof's turn, but I gotta do it. In response to the Ristic Study trigger, I'm going to cast Stroke of Midnight. Oh. Targeting your Ristic Study. All right, on cast, do you pay for the Ristic Study? I take it. You know what, I will pay. Okay, I think this is the best card in my deck right now. I'm gonna spend two of my treasures, and I'm gonna cast this Boros Charm from Exile giving permanence I control indestructible. Anyone in response to the Boros Charm? Prof, can you counter the Boros Charm? I killed the thing that was trying nope. to attack me. Yeah, okay. very specifically. Prof can only do so much. <laughs> <laughs> so that Boros Charm resolves. 
I hate everything. This is how good Rhystic Study is. He's using his Boros charm to keep it around. I'm glad that the Boros charm is gone because it means that at least we have a chance of removing his stuff. I mean, honestly, I wish the Rhystic Study was gone, but I guess it's kind of good. When I cast that, it's also going to trigger my commander's second ability. And I'm going to make two tapped treasure tokens. At least they're tapped, I suppose. That also is going to trigger Captain Storm, so I get to put two 1-1 counters on the creature I control. So I'll put them on the Kite Sail Larcenist. All right. And you didn't pay it, right? I didn't pay it. You can draw. Okay, I will draw a card. All right, I'm going to use Jahira to tap three tokens for three green. I'm going to cast Eternal Witness. Nice. And I will search through my graveyard, and I'm going to find Boseju. Put that into my hand. Oh, nice. Wow, I'm really glad that I took that overwhelming stampede from Josh's graveyard with Tasha now because that would have been a bad card for him to have in this situation. Still, Baseju's very powerful, and I'm pretty sure it's going after my Rhystic Study. Do you pay for the Rhystic Study? I don't. Go ahead. Right, I would draw a card. The problem here is that he's already cast Boros Charm this turn, so his stuff is all indestructible until Voxy's turn, so I have to wait to remove the Rhystic Study, which is annoying. And then I am going to play Shamanic Revelation. Ooh. So I'll draw a card for each creature I control and then gain life for each creature, power four or more I control, which is two. Do you pay the one for the Rhystic Study? Yes, I will tap this zombie. Okay. Then Shamanic Revelation resolves. Yeah. I'm gonna draw three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and gain eight life. Wow, this card is actually huge for Josh because he's gonna gain a ton of life, draw a ton of cards, and that puts him right back into being in a threatening position at the table. Josh is rebuilding. Josh is rebuilding in a big way. I called it. I warned you. Why does no one ever listen to the professor? Then I'll play my land for turn, which is an exotic orchard. That will trigger Field of the Dead. I will make a zombie. Then I'll go to my end step. Myco Tyrant is going to trigger. I descended seven times this turn, so I will make seven one ones. Good. Yeah, I think this is a pretty solid turn. Jahira turns all these funguses into mana dorks. And the only way I'm gonna be able to come back in this game is big explosive turn using a lot of mana. I'm close. And then I'll go to discard and I will discard seven cards, one being the Golgari Grave Troll. Ah, nice. And then Voxy, that's it, you can go ahead. All right, I will untap my Bone Whore Dracusar will trigger. Okay, in response to that trigger, I'm gonna tap a green and I'm going to channel Boseju Who Endures, targeting the Rhystic Steady. We should have clapped before it, it, it resolves. <laughs> that's my worry. Yeah. <laughs> does it wait, does it resolve? It resolves. Yay! I, uh... We finally got that thing after the hey, 24th card he drew. No. I mean, I have been able to take care of Rhystic Study, but at least somebody did. We salute you, Rhystic Study. Thank you for your service. I will search my library for a island, and I'll put that on the battlefield. And then my Bone Horde Dracusar triggers. I will put the top two. Fabled Passage and Quartzwood Crasher. Ooh. So you get both things once again? Yeah, I get a treasure and a 3 1. <laughs> When that 3-1 enters the battlefield, my commander will trigger, but I'm going to choose not to discover for only one. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then I will go to my draw step and draw my card. And I am actually going to go ahead and cast this Quartzwood Crasher. Pretty good. Quartzwood huh? Crasher is one of those cards that I have a history with, meaning I've played in other commander games where it did a lot of damage. But here, it's the only thing Voxy has with Trample, so I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm going to get a scry off of Path of Ancestry. I'm going to put that on the bottom. And then I'm going to get a trigger off of my commander. I'm going to discover four six. Nice. Oh boy. Eric's uprising. Okay. Oh, oh. Are you kidding? That's so good. 
I was like, nothing has trample. Now everything has trample. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you gotta wow. be kidding me. Of course, Garrick's uprising. She gets the thing that gives everything trample. Quartzwood Crasher triggers off of trample damage, so I'm gonna get more tokens. And she's got the Swiftfoot boots, so this turn just got a lot more crazy than I thought it was gonna get. This is the perfect situation. Okay, so I'm obviously going to cast it, yep. and when it enters the battlefield, I do control a creature with power four greater, so I'm gonna draw. Okay. And I would like to give Quartzwood Crasher a pair of boots. Oh yeah, that's the right. boots. I wanna go to combat. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise. Okay. Foxy, Foxy. Oh, I know. Come I can't on, hit you on. anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got that turn? I have, yeah. Got oh, turn. my. Right. I have well, Josh, people yeah. who honor their agreements. Isn't that awesome? Wait, I didn't attack you. I'm talking about last game nights. <laughs> I honored my agreement. <laughs> Roll the turn. Be like Voxy, not like Josh. <laughs> I honored my agreement. Uh-huh. Okay, Josh, I got my bone horde Dracusar coming at you. Is that the flying one? That is the flying one. Come on. And Jimmy, everything else is coming at you. Uh-oh. How much total power is going at Jimmy? 6, 13, 17, 24. That's not lethal. It's not lethal, but I think I want to mitigate all of it. Sure. So I'll block the Awakening Sun's avatar with my Kite Sail Larcenist. I'll put my Corrosive Recruiter in front of your commander, and then I'll put my Captain Storm in front of your Quartzwood Crasher. Okay. My three blockers will all die. And only my commander dies? And I will trample through, and you will take a total of 14 damage. Yep. I'll go to 15. And I'll take five. Go to 16. Okay, so I did five to Josh and 14 to Jimmy. So my Quartzwood Crasher will trigger, and I will make a 5 5 and a 14 14. Oh, oh my gosh. Finally, I'm doing big dinosaur things. I'm at low life total once again, and she just made two new big creatures for zero mana. So it's not going great. And when those creatures enter, they are both bigger than four powers, so I will draw two. Jeez. Oh, Louise. Before we continue, the Kite Sail Larcenist has died, so everyone's creatures that were turned into treasures are now no longer Oh, nice. Awesome. I get my great hinge back. I get my master of the Pearl Trident back. Oh, looks like Island Walk is back on the menu. And that is going to be a big problem for one player and one player in particular, Jimmy. And then I'm gonna tap three and play Sun Frill Imitator. I like oh, the Quartz Crasher personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh oh. I have the Quartzwood Crasher. I have Garuk's Uprising. The only thing that could make this better is a second Quartzwood Crasher. So I'm hoping that this Sun Frill becomes that and I can live the dream I was meant to live. I will go to my end step and I have eight cards in hand, so I will discard this mountain. Ooh, that was a pretty good turn. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Okay. Looking around the board state, I am in a tough position. Foxy's creatures all have trample. Prof's creatures all have island walk. And Josh has a massive go-wide army that can overrun me. If I'm going to survive and make it to my next turn, I have to make some big time plays here. Let me think here. I want to do that and make that. And then do I want to do that? And then that. Not good enough. Uh, but not this. Not that. But not no, no, that. No, 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 no. no. Then you do this. Right. Well, uh, Or that. Yeah. You do that, yeah. Jimmy is making me very nervous. He's thinking really hard, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. This is a really complicated turn. I'm sorry, everyone. I think that if Jimmy figures this out, he can make it pretty bad for one or all of us at the table. Voxy has huge stuff that Jimmy can steal and then use to smack me with. Or he can steal my stuff, which takes away my blockers and smack me with still the big stuff. Jimmy is also the one player I did not make a deal with, so he's got free reign to just mess me up. All right, the first thing I'm going to do is cast a Rakdos Charm. 
Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say each creature deals one damage to its controller. Wow. Whoa, whoa, wow, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Well, I have 17 creatures and I'm at 16, so in response, I'm going to tap my great hand for two green mana and gain two life going to 18. All right. Anybody else have any responses? Ah. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Rector's Charm resolves. So I go to 25. Go to 13. I'll go to 11. And I go to 1. That hurt. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh is hanging on by a thread. I'm at one. You don't think he figured out a way to deal one to me with all his threaten effects and stuff? Yeah, I'm in huge trouble. I'm going to tap for one black, and Josh, I'm going to cast your Egon on the backside as Throne of Death. Sure. And because it is a non-creature spell I don't own, I'm going to create two tap treasure tokens for my commander's second ability. And then I'm going to tap two and cast a Halo Forager. Ah, wait, yeah. can I just rack this charm again? Oh my god. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. No! I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Okay. That would, be- <laughs> that would be hilarious. I may pay X, and I'm going to pay five. So, Josh, I'd like to cast a spell out of your graveyard. Oh, what spell? I want to cast the Lich Knight's Conquest. Oh my gosh, okay. When I cast that spell, it again is going to trigger my commander, so I will create two tapped treasure tokens. I know that his life total is low, but I was a little bit surprised that Jimmy was willing to block with all of his stuff, and now I see why. He just gets it all back. What a gamer. When this resolves, I'm going to sacrifice two treasures and the throne of death I just played, and I'm going to get three creatures back from my graveyard to the battlefield. They are Chorus of Recruiter, Kite Sail Larcenist, and Captain Storm Cosmium Raider. When those enter the battlefield, each will trigger. So I'm gonna take three creatures and I'm gonna choose some stuff to turn into treasures. Pretty good. Where did all these cards come from? Jimmy all of a sudden has an army at his command. Yeah, the big question for me now is not whether or not I'm dead. I'm definitely dead. It's, can Jimmy take out the other two players? So I'm gonna name all my targets at once because they all will resolve together. Well, hang on. So Jimmy starts talking about shortcutting through targets, and I've got interaction in my hand that really depends on what he chooses. I'm trying to play it coy, but he's got me in a tough spot. So what are you targeting exactly? Why are you asking? Can I you- just want to know what you're targeting. <laughs> I have three mana open. No, you have four, a bunch of mana I have open. quite a decent amount of mana open, yeah. Uh-oh. Voxy asking me what I'm targeting here is a red flag because it means that she might have a way to stop what I'm doing. So I think I got to get a little political with it and make sure that she's okay with what I'm about to do. What if I promise you that I'll not do any damage to you this turn at all? <laughs> My main goal here is to kill my best friend Josh Lee Kwai and to set Prof into the Dark Ages for all he's done to me. Voxy, I have a counter proposal for you. <laughs> I'm listening. If you do screw with him and, and prevent the targeting and just disrupt his plans, I will kill both of them on my turn and you will be unscathed. I can almost guarantee that won't happen based on the card I'm gonna cast. What's funny is, is I really could kill Jimmy and Josh if Voxy would do business with me. Use it now, Voxy. Use it now. You don't use it, you lose it. They couldn't say that if it weren't true. You're not going to hit me with anything. Not my stuff, not their stuff, not nothing. No creatures will deal damage to you. You will be dealt zero damage this turn. Okay, hold hold on, hold on, Voxy. (laughs) Yeah. I have absolutely nothing I can offer. At this point, I'm gonna shake Jimmy's hand and hope he sticks to his word because the lower life totals everybody else is at, the easier it is for me to come in and end this game. Plus, I don't have to use one of my tricks, so I can still play it at a later date. It's a win-win. 
Okay, Jimmy, what are you targeting? I have three targets from a chorus of recruiter. It's gonna be Voxy's 1414 dinosaur, your 55 flyer, and Josh's commander. And then the kite sail is going to target Jahira, Birds of Paradise. Prof, I will not target anything on your board, and I'm gonna target my own Don Andres the Renegade. Now you might be wondering, why am I turning my commander into a treasure? Because I'm stealing creatures and my commander buffs those creatures. But don't worry, I've got it all planned out. All right, in response, before any of that resolves, I'm gonna cast Deadly Rollick, and I'm gonna target the Bone Horde Drekusar. Oh. So you might be thinking, why not hold this removal spell until the attack comes, and maybe Jimmy doesn't send enough if you just remove one on the attack. The problem is he's moving to steal my commander, which means I wouldn't control it. So I'm forced to deploy it now. You know, I did what I could, but I think the writing's on the wall. Okay, I have no response to the Deadly Rollick. Me neither. Prof? I, I'm, no, nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just giving you the chance. Still nothing. <laughs> All right, so the Dracosaur gets exiled? Yes. Okay, so Jimmy, you get my commander and the 1414. Yep. Mm -hmm. The other target's dead. And then my Jahira turns into a, a treasure. The Birds of Paradise turns into a treasure. And my commander turns into a treasure. Okay. I was a little nervous Ward 1 wouldn't be enough to discourage Jimmy from messing with my creatures, but I guess it's getting us there. Cool. So my Micro Tyrant is a 1-1, one, one, and I will now move to combat. Okay, before we change phases, I'm gonna use the two green I have floating from the Great Hinge earlier. Yep. And I'm gonna crack my Myriad Landscape. So I'm gonna search my library. Turns out I only have one swamp remaining, so <laughs> I'll get that. <laughs> and put it into play tapped. And Field of the Dead will trigger, and I will make a 2-2 two -two zombie. Okay, so how much toughness do you have now? Five, nine, 14, exactly. Josh, I'm gonna swing the Micro Tyrant and this 14-14 Trampler at you. It's a 1-1 one, one and a 14-14 one, one and a 14-14. That's funny. It doesn't really matter what I do here. I can stack block everything on the 14-14. Then I die to my own commander. That's poetic. That's kind of cute. Ah, it was close. I almost had enough to block, but I didn't. So I died to my own commander? Wait, no, you're on my... Ow! <laughs> on that attack, two pirates have attacked, so I will create one treasure token and exile the top card of my library. It is a Night Vale Spectre. Mm, nice. So we're down to three players now, and I'm feeling on top of the world. I'm about to get my creatures back. I'm about to make big swings with trample damage. This couldn't be better for me. I still have the highest life total, and I think that that gives me a real chance at this game. And then I'm going to tap for three mana, and I'm gonna play a Toxic Deluge oh. for seven. Hmm, that's why he wasn't right worried about you killing anybody. Uh, yeah, that's that that sucks. Even though I have two indestructible creatures. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's within my grasp. It's within my grasp. But now all my merfolk are sleeping with the fishes. Do you have a thing you can do? Mm, I mean, I feel like I should. Yeah, totally, you should. It's a board wipe. I. I'm about to lose all my stuff with my trick in my hand. I have to do something about it. I have a response. Okay. I will cast Teferi's Protection. Oh. Hmm. Does Jimmy realize he just handed Voxy the game? I'm gonna have a board. They're gonna have nothing. Oh, if this resolves, she's just gonna win the game. Nah, I don't think so. I'm gonna crack one treasure for a blue. I'm gonna swan song it. Oh. <laughs> I'm so upset. Swan Song now resolves. Moxie gets a bird. Well, never mind. <laughs> all right, looks like we're all going back to the starting line. This is what happens when you make deals with devils. <laughs> no, no one made a deal with me. 
I did not do any combat damage to you this turn or any damage at all, which was the promise. He did know I have an answer for something, and he did technically keep his deal and not do any damage to me. I should have been a little more specific in that fine print. Okay, so Toxic Deluge resolves, and every creature dies except for Breaches. And now that the kite sail larcenist has died, any creature that was turned into a treasure by it goes back to being that creature. Uh, so he gets his commander back. Oh, yep. he, he knew exactly what was going to happen. I can't believe that all just worked out exactly how it did, but that is the power of a Ristic study that draws you so many cards. Now, Voxy still has that Swift of Boots on the table, so she has haste and trample, but I'm pretty well protected here. I got two creatures and a lot more cards to go, so fingers crossed I don't die. I'm gonna move to my end step, and I have to discard the hand size, so I'll discard Breaches and Malcolm, and then I'll pass turn to you, Prof. Cool. We're gonna untap up, keep draw. Please not a land. Please not a land. Please not a land. Hey, it's not a land. That's actually pretty sweet. Well, I got no board. Time to rebuild. We're gonna bring that Marrow Regery back into play. Luckily, I've still got that Marrow Regery. I can tap down some of Jimmy's creatures or untap lands, seeing as what I need. Trigger off the Deep Root for a token, which comes on in. Unfortunately, that doesn't trigger the Marrow Regery, but what will trigger it is spending a whopping eight to bring in my commander back again. I get a trigger off the Marrow Regery. All right, Voxy, I can tap down his big creature. Maybe you put something in haste, but he's going at Jimmy and not me. Get the boots, you come on in. Okay, Kicking, and then, stomping. And then I do that, and then I what do that. I get? I, you get the creature tapped. You get the creature tapped. I don't, I don't need the creature tapped. You know, if Voxy was willing to take a deal, she still has a fighting chance against me. I don't understand why she's not willing to negotiate. What did I do to her? Actually, I'm untapping a land. Because then you can cast another spell from mm -hmm. your hand. Yeah. Maybe. I'm untapping this breeding pool with that trigger. Okay. Trigger off the deep root for yet another prof token. All right, as I move to combat, we're going to explore once, twice, three times, four times. Okay. Starting from left to right, top to bottom, Mero Regery Explore, Tributary Instructor. Very appropriate, I being the professor. Uh, I'm digging for a certain card that is in this library, so this is actually going to go in the graveyard. Mero Regery becomes a 3-3. Three, three. Trigger, filter out. I don't want it. I know it's a long shot, but I want the OG himself, the Lord of Atlantis. Gives all of my merfolk evasion against Jimmy, pumps them all up, which is good against Voxy. Uh, it's also cheap and easy to put on the ground. Maybe I'm not gonna get there, but I'm gonna give it the merfolk try. I'm now gonna explore on Hawkball. Cold Eye Selkie, not the card I am looking for. This is it, this is it. The last one. This is it. Land. Oh, you smart. <laughs> So that goes into your hand. Hey, you drew a card. And you are one card closer to whatever card you're looking for. Yeah. Nothing I have can attack. So now we move to second main. I did not play a land this turn. Okay. And I'm bringing out Emperor Mihail II. Yes. Now I can look at the top card of my library at any time, which I'm going to. Oh, I know what's coming and it's something good. The one catch, I gotta wait till next turn to play it. And again, all I need to do is keep it low key. I mean, is that the card? You it's a card. It's uh, a good card. All right. It's a good card. Uh, yes. Trigger off of the deep root waters. Another prof token. Mirror Regery trigger. I am going to tap Jimmy's big bad boy. Okay. Pass to Josh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Pass to Foxy. All right. I will go ahead and untap. I'm going to draw for turn. 
So I think at this current state, it's a lot more helpful for me to team up with Jimmy because Prof is clearly the biggest threat. I just have to flick Jimmy and he's dead. So I may as well keep him around to help me take Prof down a little bit. I don't think I want to kill you. Yeah, I want to kill Prof now. I don't I don't think that what, you're... What? what? <laughs> I can kill you this turn, but I don't think I want to kill... I think I need Jimmy. This is very unfair. <laughs> I think, firstly, I want to cast my commander oh. and see what I get. So, Path of Ancestry trigger, I will go ahead and scry. I am going to put that on the bottom. Then I'm going to choose to draw off of Garrick's Uprising. And now I will discover. No, nope. that's eight. So, no. Mm -mm. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, a bunch Nothing of lands. lands. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. 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 <laughs> Who's that? Curious <laughs> officer. Who's that? So I think what I'm going to do is I will tap four and I will play Ripjaw Raptor. Oh. Garrick's Uprising, I will draw a card and then I will go ahead and pass my turn. Yeah, so far the dinosaur deck has been able to put a lot of creatures into play, a lot of card advantage. They're like merfolk, but with bigger teeth. First things first, Prof, you had a really good reaction to the top card of your deck, so I'm gonna cast Siphon Insight. So I get to look at the top two cards of your library, I oh, no. exile one of them face down, and I put the other on the bomb, and I can play the card. Oh no. Oh no. Well, it was really good, but Jimmy's gonna get it. Yeah. Prof has just told everyone that he has an amazing card at the top of his deck. Unfortunately for you, Prof, I'm gonna take full advantage of that, like a good pirate. You know, a relationship with Jimmy Wong is give and take. I give, he takes. So I will look at the top two cards of your library. Oh, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I will exile this card, and the other will go on the bottom of your Was library. Is the other one good? No. Then I'm going to tap for seven here. Yeah. And I'm going to cast the Thieving Amalgam. Oh, nice. All right. I'm feeling pretty good about my position here. I'm just going to keep making more and more tutus, and my board state is going to get unassailable. So I think I'm in a great spot as long as I can make it to my next turn. I will tap for four mana, and I will cast Dredge the Mire. So each opponent chooses a creature in your graveyard, and I put those on the battlefield under my control. All right, so I'm going to give you Sun Frill Imitator. Yep. I'm going to give you my Benthic Biomancer. All right. Still late game, and Benthic's doing work for me. Benthic did its job. A lot of value early game, and here, it's nothing to him. He can't use it. It's just a 1-1. Go, Ben. Be useless. Okay, I'll go to combat. Prof, I'm gonna swing Breaches and 8-8 First Striker at you. When that attacks, it will trigger its ability. I will make a treasure token. 8-8 First Strike. Yep. One chump block coming up. My Merfolk token will die. Okay, I'm gonna pass turn to you. Awesome, time to untap. On your upkeep, Prof. What? I haven't even finished untapping. Thieving Amalgam will trigger. I'm going to manifest the top card of your library. All right, I go to draw for turn. So now we're gonna do some interesting things. We're gonna tap a whopping one, two, three, four, five for a Sage of the Falls. When I cast that Deep Root Waters triggers, I get a prof token. And then I'm gonna also choose to pay one. That's right, see, I can't pay the one, Jimmy. And that's going to mean that my Emperor creates a one, one blue merfolk creature token. All right, these don't have hexproof, notably. Yep. I've also got a cast trigger off of Marrow Regery, and I am going to tap down Jimmy, your biggest creature. Okay, that's my Thieving Amalgam. Again, we get tapped down. Now Sage of the Falls enters the battlefield, and I draw off of the Sage, and I discard an Island. So right now, I am having that problem of not enough cards in hand. But to be fair, I'm in a position where I need to keep a lot of merfolk on board. It's my only hope. I'm in a competition against dinosaurs. Then, I'm gonna spend two for our good old friend, Thrasios. 
Oh. Now I've got some triggers. I'm not gonna pay for Emperor. I am gonna get a Deep Root Waters trigger for another Prof token. And then I am going to Marrow Regery and tap down your commander, Jimmy. Okay. Prof is tapping down all of my stuff with that mirror regery and looks like he's trying to take me out right now. The math is close, but I'm gonna do everything I can to try and stop him and survive. Then I'm going to draw off of Sage of the Falls and discard. Now I move to combat. Okay, before you move to combat, I'm going to cast Infernal Grasp and I'm gonna kill your commander. Oh God, commander is dead. It will now cost quite a lot to bring it back. And I will lose two life. Oh my goodness. Two. How many blockers do you have, Jimmy? I got three. You've got three blockers. That's really cool. All right, so I have four attackers. Jimmy has three blockers. And if my math is correct, that means at least one of my creatures can get through. All right, so I'm attacking with the Emperor, the Marrow Regery, and my two tokens. All these creatures have plus two, plus two, and death touch. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna block your Emperor with my Manifest, your Marrow Regery with my Benthic Biomancer, and then your biggest Merfolk with my Sunfrill Imitator. So the little 2-2 is unblocked. The little 2-2 is little unblocked. The 2-2 is unblocked. Your three creatures will die, and I'll take two from a little lonely Merfolk and die. And then the merfolk sink me ship, and I plunge to the bottom of the sea. Gurgle, 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 goodbye. Jimmy, I needed you. Hey, I just got rid of three you creatures. Did. Two did. of them were really important. I yeah, you did. Many Magic the Gathering players asked the question, was it worth it attacking Jimmy to kill him here? Yes, yes it was. I don't care that I lost creatures. I got rid of Jimmy. I also have a trigger off of the Bident. As I wipe Jimmy's blood from its prongs, I draw a card. I'm a vampire, <laughs> I got lots of blood. In my second main phase, I'm gonna go ahead and play a Topography Tracker. And that's gonna give me a map token. Oh, more exploring for the prof. Oh God. It's also going to give me a trigger off of Deep Root Waters, so I get another prof token. Thrasios Passios. Oh, about to get my ass. Your Thrasios. My, my Thrasios. So with Jimmy gone, it's just me versus Prof. The best thing I can do at this point is just get in as much trample damage as I possibly can. Otherwise, this game is over for me. All right, I'm gonna cast Urza's Incubator. Hmm. And I'm gonna choose Dinosaurs. Good call. And I'm gonna tap Path of Ancestry, and I will play Wayward Swordtooth. Whoa! So I will go ahead and scry off the Path of Ancestry. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put that on top. Garrick's Uprising will trigger. I will go ahead and draw that card. Nice. Mm. And I do have the city's blessing. And, and then, then I am going to have my commander trigger and I am going to discover for five. Nope. That's six. six. Masked Vandal. That's oh. interesting. When it enters, I will choose to exile a creature from my graveyard. I'm gonna choose Topiary Stomper. And I'm going to target your Bident of Thassa. All right. Bident is exiled. Cards are an issue for me, and the Bident was one of the easiest ways I could get more cards. Uh, this is not going good. So I'm gonna play Metallic Mimic, and I'm gonna choose Dinosaur. Mm. And then I am gonna put Swiftfoot Boots onto the Sword Tooth. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and go to combat, and Prof, I'm gonna swing at you with the Ripjaw Raptor and the Wayward Sword Tooth. All right, so I am gonna block with the Sage of the Falls on the Ripjaw Raptor and then I'll take the rest of the damage. I will take five, going to 20. And I will draw a card. And I will trigger my Curious Altasar, and I will draw another card. 
Nice. All right, I will tap a red and a planes, and I will play Otapek Huntmaster. Oh. But that is not a dinosaur, so there will be no triggers, but this is a dinosaur. I will play Rampaging Ferocidon. Ooh. Yikes. Ruh-roh. The only way that he can kill me is if his deck goes wide enough, and now with Rampaging Ferocidon, he's gonna take some damage if he goes wide. And with the light totals this low, this game is gonna end soon, one way or another. And because of Metallic Mimic, the Ferocidon will come in as a 4-4. So I will draw a card off of Grook's Uprising. Prof, I'm gonna pass to you. Do you have enough cards there, Voxy? You got oh, enough cards? One, two, three, four, five. I could use two more. How many do you have? <laughs> yeah, you can read between the lines. <laughs> <laughs> draw for turn. All right, I'm tapping two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to bring my commander back again. On cast, I'll make a merfolk off of the deep root waters. And when that and my commander enter the battlefield, I'll take two off of your Ferocidons. Take damage. <laughs> take two damage. Two damage. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. So I guess when Jimmy's not doing a pirate voice, he's doing whatever this is. I'm the Rampage of Ferocidon. Take damage. <laughs> These guys are so complicated to play commander with. And then I'm going to go, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound and I'm playing Kapala, Warden of Waves. Same thing's gonna happen. Deep Root Waters triggers. I get a prof token. Take a damage. So I'm now at 16, and we're gonna move to combat. Now, not only am I gonna get a lot of explorers, but because of my topography tracker, each creature is gonna explore twice. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <Okay>. What? <laughs> First prof token, explore one. It's a land, it goes to my hand. And explore two, it's an arcane denial. Ooh. I'm gonna put that in the graveyard. Mm. And this merfolk is now a two-two. Second prof token, explore one, growth spiral. I'm gonna put that in the graveyard. Explore two, it's Kumina, Tyrant of Arazka. That's actually a really good one. Yeah. I'm leaving Kumina on top. The reason I left it there is that this is a card that will ensure my creatures grow. It's got evasion built into it. It can even draw me cards. It's a utility belt, and right now I need that utility. And that means everything's just gonna get two plus one plus one counters because I'm throughout. keeping Kumina on top throughout. So plus there. Two plus two to the whole board, basically. Wow, 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 wow. I'm just gonna full swing. The math is for blockers. So everything that can attack is attacking. <laughs> Uh-oh. I need to outrace Voxy in the game of life. So I'm gonna apply as much pressure as I can by attacking with everything that I can. How many creatures are coming at me? I told you, I don't have time to do the math. Those oh, are coming okay, at me. okay, sorry. <laughs> I've gotta figure out these blocks. And this is a- 4-4. Four, four. Another 4-4. Four, four. Prof is expecting me to block to stay alive, but he doesn't know what I still have in my hand. So if I block right, I might have this. And Metallic Mimic will block this token. And those are my blocks. Well, it doesn't look like I'm gonna get through to do much damage after all. At least I'll take a lot of her dinosaurs down with me though. Go to damage boxing. Not quite yet. Oh, I have something before damage. I am gonna tap two and I'm gonna play Heroic Intervention. Oh! Oh, snap! Because of Indestructible, none of my creatures will die. Well, good for you. And <laughs> So I lose my topography tracker and my prof token. But this 2-2 is not blocked, right? It is not, so I will take two. You take two. Going to 11. That didn't go well. <laughs> Past the turn. I liked it. All right, I lost a lot that turn, but I still have a lot on board. I've got blockers, I've got defense. She does still have trample, but this is far from over. All right, I'm gonna take a page out of Josh Lee Kwai's book, and as the kids say, full send. 
With everything? With everything. Even the bird? Even the bird. What the heck? So how much damage is that? Hold on. I would tell you and do all the math, but I have a little bit more to add. You, there's more? Oh, but wait, there's more. So before blocks, I'm just gonna go ahead and tap five and cast Return of the Wild Speaker. Oh, oh. sexy time Garrett. Sexy time sexy Garrett. Sexy time yeah. Garrett. Uh, what mode are you gonna choose? Uh, I'm gonna choose the <laughs> plus three plus three to non-humans. Yeah, I may be an English major, but I can add this math up. It's over. I'm dead. Good game, Voxy. Can I borrow that real quick? Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's a major flavor fail. The dinosaurs were the ones that were supposed to go extinct, not me. Then I stomp in with all my dinosaurs and I win the game. Right. Wow, what an incredible game of Magic the Gathering. Everybody was a threat at some point. There was never somebody who was falling way far behind. A lot of new cards from this set actually had a really big impact in this game. It was so cool seeing the pirates and the merfolk and the dinosaurs. Oh my gosh, the dinosaurs. You know, merfolk are often the butt of the joke, but seeing this commander in play makes me optimistic that we might break through to top tier in casual commander. Going into Game Nights again versus my first time two years ago, it's wildly different, all in good ways. I've been friends with these guys for years. I had a total blast playing with the Prof and Voxy. There was a lot of politics, a lot of yucking it up, a lot of fun, crazy voices, Prof not winning. I don't care that I lost because I got to spend the last hour playing with some of my best friends in the world. And that makes me a winner. That makes all of us winners. I'd like to get another game right now. All right. All right. Congratulations <laughs> yeah, to Voxy. Wow. Of course, dinosaurs trampling over. When she made a 14-14, I was like, oh, my plan has drastically <laughs> changed. <laughs> I, I can no longer do what I wanted to do I before I didn't consider this. what might happen if a 14-14 came out from the dinosaur deck. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So good job, Voxy. That was a really fun game. When the professor is there, you can always expect a ton of banter. I think at one point, Voxy was literally in tears thanks to Prof's merfolk voice. <laughs> The Merfolk voice. Oh my goodness. Was, sorry, Jimmy, your pirate voice is pretty good. But yeah. the Merfolk voice, what is this? What? This is my Merfolk voice. What? Should they at least sound like they're underwater? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're burbling bar bar or whatever. Yeah, good job, Prof. We love Prof. But let's talk about some of the cards that were played, though. Just off the bat, when Foxy flipped, I think it was the Bronzebeak Forager. Oh, Bronzebeak Forager's Grasp of Fate on a Dinosaur. Yeah, Dinosaur Grasp so of Fate. Good. So good. That Kite Sail Larcenus you played that's turning stuff into treasure. Oh, yeah. That, that was awesome. Yeah, I love that card. That's really cool style of removal, and yeah, seems very powerful. Yeah, Foxy had that flyer that also impulse draw and made tokens. Jeez Louise. So yeah, Lost Caverns of Ixalan looking pretty, pretty strong here. There's also this <coughs> Mana Crypt in this deck, so there's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Cavern of Souls. Yeah, Cavern of Souls. Of course, it's the Lost Caverns. So that makes very a uh, lot of sense. Well, speaking of very powerful cards, if you want to pick up this set to draft with, to crack open collector's boxes, Buy whatever you're looking for, yeah, gang, just singles, cardkingdom.com slash command has got you back. Of course, once you get those cards, you want to protect them. The game accessories company that Jimmy and I, we trust our own cards and collections too. It is ultrapro.com slash command. That is the best place to go to get your sleeves, your deck boxes, your play mats, dice. They have all kinds of game accessories. They've also been working on a brand new sleeve formula. Oh, yeah. It's called Apex Sleeves. 
Now, these aren't available just quite yet, but we're going to have a link in the show notes that's going to lead you to a page that has more information about them. They are game changers. They have really figured out how to create a printed sleeve that has an amazing shuffle feel and amazing durability. They worked on this for a number of years. Yeah, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. Makes sense to Apex Ultrasaur as a dinosaur. Maybe there you we can go. get that on an Apex sleeve. <laughs> it all makes sense now. But you can check out the, uh, the links in the show notes below where Ultra Pro talks a little bit more about the process behind these sleeves. And of course, if you're sticking around, that means that you want to win some stuff from Ultra Pro. That's right. Those playmats that you saw on the show, we signed all of them and we send those out to lucky winners and we do the giveaway in a few different ways. So pay attention. Here's how to enter. If you're on Twitter, just go ahead and tweet an episode link to this episode with the hashtag Game Nights. You can say whatever you want about it and you can tweet that and that'll be your entry there. If you're on Facebook, find your way to our Facebook page, find the post that's talking about today's episode and then go into the comments and tag a friend or two or a dinosaur uh, that you think would be interested in watching the show as well and that's how you enter there. And finally, on Instagram, all you have to do is post anything using the hashtag Game Nights in the entry period to have your entry there. So those are three different ways to enter. Yeah, you can enter on all three platforms and get three entries basically. Now we should say that the entry deadline is one week from the release of this video because that's when we'll announce the winners and once the winners are announced you can obviously no longer enter to win yeah <laughs> but you can still, you feel free to still tweet about it but it will not be counted as an entry so you only have a week again from the release date of this video to enter yeah one week for the giveaways but forever to say nice things about game nights on social <laughs> forever media forever and yeah. ever and ever yeah <laughs> absolutely and there's some sweet stuff the playmats were really cool this time around and of course having a merfolk playmat signed by prof that's got to be a top 10 I know wanted, wanted item right I'm a little sad we have to give it away I would like to like frame it and put it on our wall don't yeah. tell prof I said that though <laughs> he's gonna listen and he'll tweet you about it he's not still listening. Yo, you never know. <laughs> he clicked away when, no, he, I, when he died. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace.